Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, hey, Soph. Um... I hope you know CPR because you just took my breath away. Every part of that was wrong <laughs> and uncomfortable. What's the so? Deep- wait, hang on, so so. Uh, aside from taking my breath away, what else do you do for a living? My podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> Jesus, man, I ought to complain to Spotify for you not being named this week's hottest single. Oh God! Can we stop? I get the jets. Shit, pick up line. No, it's not. No, it's not. If you were a vegetable, you'd be a cute cumber. Oh my God! I feel ill. I feel so uncomfy. Every part of me is cringing. Go on, give me a chat up line then. No. Come on, give me one. No. No. Give me one. No. Come on. I can't get over the whole outfit with the little crossed legs. That's what I can't get over. Like every part of it. Well, I'm sitting with my blue jumper on cross legged. I think you're wearing a blue jumper inside out, like back to front. No, you. Because the seams are the wrong way around. Am I? (laughs) Something's up, and then these little trousers, these little. Nick Grimshaw she is. What the hell? Are you serious right now? He's trying to be trendy. Because uh, Nick Grimshaw's trendy. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not trying to dress like Nick Grimshaw. No, he is. No, He's I'm... giving me Nick Grimshaw vibes. Sorry, I, I, if, if Nick, if you're listening to this, I love you, but I'm not trying to dress. You are. You're trying to dress like a bit edgy and cool. Honey, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm... It's okay. No, I'm not. It's a good style icon to have. I, I'm not. I'm just dressing like I normally dress. You've never worn these little brogues before. Yes, I have worn brogues. this little chunky heel. He comes upstairs this morning. He goes, Soph, your husband is dressing so well these days. I'm not joking. He fully said it to me. No. You, I went, you little sellout. Aaron, you sure are, honey. You little. You go. You like, absolute sellout. You keep telling yourself that. That you, is you, not okay. You look gorgeous. That is not okay. You dressed very well yesterday. Sophie, I listened to a podcast the other day, which um, she... I'd obviously listened to because she came back and she just kept talking to me about how worried about we worked at getting a divorce. She's like, like, we can't get a divorce. She was so worried about getting a divorce. And I was like, what the hell is going on? So I listened to this podcast and it's all about how men cheat and there's like a seven-year itch. A seven-year itch, basically. It's like biologically ingrained in the men's brain that after seven years, their baby's at seven years old and they can fuck that woman off and go get another woman pregnant. I was listening to it and I was like, how, how is this acceptable? <laughs> I'm not... You, you were quite... You didn't hear the women having a seven-year itch, did you? I think... <laughs> I am never going to cheat on you. You're more likely to cheat on me, if anything. I'm not going to get a seven-year itch. You might get a seven-year Might get two-year edge. Never. Why did you just wink at me at that? I don't know. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny. It wasn't. 
Do you think, truthfully, in our relationship, who would be the person to cheat if it was going to be someone? Having you, affair? you would get drunk and you would like get with honesty the bar lady. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I don't would... want to think about that. That's really putting bad vibes in the air. Exactly. Well, then don't talk about it. I'm not. I didn't talk about cheating. I said, let's not get a divorce. I'm not. We can't ever get a divorce. <laughs> I'm shackling you. Uh, so I've also worked out, I, I've also worked out our relationship. It's so, our relationship is so hilarious in so many ways. You know, in, you You've know. You've only when, just worked it out. No. Well, like I, sometimes I can have like a morning where I feel a little bit like I've, I've woken up on the wrong side of the bed. Right, and I and I can be a bit like frosty, grumpy. It, no, not grumpy, but frosty in the morning, and that's sometimes when I have. When Sophie feels a little bit like oh, just not quite right or uncomfortable, she'll lie in bed at night and, and just do it in the sweetest way. You do. She'll she'll say, "I'm scared," <laughs> <laughs> and I will be like, "What?" And she'll roll over and go, "I'm scared." <laughs> Okay, fancy. That's what you yeah. say. And in my head, I'm like, okay, what is it? And she's like, I don't know, I'm scared. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to get a divorce. What was yeah, I thinking? You were thinking we're going to get a divorce. No, I actually she's said, like, I'm I said, scared. I've got 12 hours. I did a 12 hour date. No, it's very unrelatable. No, it's a, you did a 12 hour I day. I did a 12 hour day and I've got a mall this week. I'm really tired and I'm scared. <laughs> She, she then puts it on me. She'll be like, I have the longest day tomorrow. I just don't have time. I just don't have time. And I'll be like, well, what do you want me to help you with? She's like, I don't know. Just, just stop it. Stop it. Stop trying to help me. And I'm like, oh my God. Like you, when I try no, to help I say, all you have to do is go, well done you. But instead you'll be like, well, look, what you should do is you need to take control and you need to stop this, that, and the other. And I'm like, well, fuck you. Do you don't do that? No, that is. That. Also, by the way, I'm scared comes from that movie. Big Daddy. Yeah. You do it. See, I'm scared. So, but he used to always do that to me. That's what it comes from. I don't like talking to baby boys anyway. And then, and then she, I could say this because I thought it was going to be, and then I think you were in a bit of a grumpy mood, a grumpy mood. And then, Sophie got into this whole trend where she just was it was like, you thought that we overshared too much. You think that we overshared too much. Yeah, I said we were tacky. <laughs> I said we're just tacky. <laughs> we're the tackiest in this industry. And I, and literally, this is, I was in bed trying to fall asleep. It was like 11pm. 11pm, yeah, she went, we're just really tacky. And I was like... <laughs> Well, this is a great I couldn't time. shake it and I was like and the more I thought about it Jamie was like are we? I was like yeah we're so tacky oh my god we're so tacky all we do is talk about poo and bums and vaginas we're so tacky and then Jamie literally went through everyone he was like do you like this person? I was like yeah but they're not as tacky as us and then Sophie did this and then honestly Sophie did this went night and I went night And just stared at the ceiling. Did you? That's why you woke up so grumpy. I woke up and I looked at my aura. Best thing I've ever bought. 87% optimal sleep. So can we sleep within 10 minutes. So can we just explain this to lovely listeners? So this is what happens. We, we, we get into bed. I have come back from an event. I'm all joyful. I'm having a nice time. I get into bed. Hey, honey. Sophie rolls over. No, oh. actually, no, what happens. You're eating rice because I made him dinner because I'm that sort of wife. You know what I mean? <laughs> the only time in the last, like, few weeks, months. Well, last time you're ever going to get it then if you say those sort of things. <laughs> honey, it was the last time. I made you rice. I made you rice. It takes a long time to make. You love rice. And no one rice. makes... <laughs> yeah, I put it... Guys. It's, 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 it
doesn't. If you do it properly, it takes like 25. Oh, you you have to like fry it a bit in butter, then you put it on sizzling, then you lower the heat and cook for 30. And then she left a tin of tuna. <laughs> no, guys, don't. Look, this is not my flavours. This is his shit palette. He said to me, please can you make me rice with a tin of tuna? I used to make him rice with a tuna steak. He's loved this thing. He, because his palate is so crap, decided he thought it was tastier with a can of tuna, nothing else, and then just shitloads of spicy sauce. Please don't ask me why. So look, I do what you want. I'm not eating it with you. It's bedtime. I make it for you. I go to bed. Mm. I hear you clomping away. So I called you and I was like, I'm scared. No, you, you, you little shit. <laughs> you phoned me. And he went, where are you? <laughs> I was like, I'm downstairs. And you're like, I didn't hear you come in. I don't, you did. I'm not you sexual. Heard me. You heard me. <laughs> popping downstairs in your clogs that's why I had you scraping the pan of rice okay well then I come upstairs it's, it's nearly 11 o'clock at night I get into bed night honey I'm scared <laughs> I'm like oh fuck it no, if it, I'm like okay don't worry about it yeah but you're really annoying because when I say what's wrong Jamie will be like no really tell me what's wrong I'm like that's what's wrong I had a long day okay. and I'm scared about it and then she sits on the loo she sits on the loo I'm about to go to bed and she goes we're tacky and I was like oh my I, god I need a pee and I'm not he also you follow me out every time I go for a pee he'll get out of bed and follow me to the loo I'm like yeah okay <laughs> yeah but also this is our bedroom sort of antics Sophie will get into bed she'll take a pee <laughs> she'll take a pee she'll get into bed and I'll be like oh no and she'll go oh no <laughs> And get out of the bed again and go and do another pee and she'll sit in the loo and do this. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to force out the last bit of urine. I, really, which I don't is... know why I'm laughing because that is tacky and I do not go. And why can you see me? It's pitch black. I don't turn the lights on. So that is lying the, through your teeth. The light in the bathroom is automatic. <laughs> <laughs> your bed, your bed cannot see where I'm peeing. Yes, and I joke, that's in your mind. It's yes, in it your can. mind because I, I sit there for a while because I have this weird phobia that I can't sleep with like any <laughs> ramusness of a pee needing to be done. So I just have to like wait for a while because I'm like, has it all come out? And then you like get out of bed to like watch me. It's bizarre. Okay, well, should we begin the episode? Let's begin. Hello, I'm Jamie Lang. And I'm Sophie Lang. And we met five years ago. And we're... Married! Married! Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That's right. Can't get rid of me. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome back, baby, to Newlyweds Podcast. Welcome back to Newlyweds Podcast. Sophie and I have this very funny thing, which... um, we we do in lots of different ways. We do like like acting with each other. And yesterday, uh, when we're recording, we're on the Lorraine show. We're standing there, and the camera's in front of us, and we have to wave at the camera because Lorraine will say, "Up next is Sophie and Jamie Lang, or whatever she'll say." And on it is an auto cue. And Sophie and I stand there for the first ten minutes reading the auto cue. And saying who would be better at reading the autocue? I think I'd be a better Lorraine than you. You would not. You you can't even do the top of the show. How would you how would you present the top of the Hello show? Hello and welcome back to Newlyweds. I'm Sophie <laughs> Habu and this is my husband Jamie Lang. And today we're talking about <laughs> What? That's how you, this is how you do it. Jamie has such like he wants to be like, ah, right back after the break. We are going out. I said just be more chill, like and guys, right back after the break, we've got Nigel Farage on The Jungle and talking about how he's going to be... What? It's going to be what? It's going to be what? <laughs> don't know. don't really know who he is, to be honest. 
<laughs> this is how you present it. Hello and welcome back to no, that's newly. That's how you do it. No. Okay, fine. No, my turn. You've done it three okay, times. Okay, well, you give it one more go, then I'll go. <laughs> I'm even had a go. Well, quick, you got one minute. <laughs> okay, ready. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Newlyweds Podcast. Thank you so much for coming. That's not how you do it. Yeah, that's okay. how I do it. <laughs> oh God. Let me get comfy. <laughs> Why do you need to get comfy to do this? Hello, everyone, and that's welcome so back. So fake. Shh. Okay, fine. Hey guys, and welcome back to New US Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about lots of different things, all interesting. You're going to like every single one of them. Just hold your horses and we'll be right back. <laughs> I panicked. I panicked. I regret. I regret. I retract. Okay, I might need media training. Hold your horses and we'll be right back. I came down in the morning. For Sophie... No, I'm not having this. What do you think I was going to say? You're going to say that I had hair and makeup. Uh, well, I think everyone does, you freaking moron. <laughs> Sophie had hair and makeup. And I think you... Well, I thought you were going to have a stylist as well for Lorraine. <laughs> you thought it was the Oscars. Okay, right. Firstly, so rude on Lorraine. No, she's amazing. Secondly, she's amazing, but it's secondly, a morning I didn't joke. have a stylist. I wore what you called was a suit, which was really nice. Thirdly, uh, you get hair and makeup at Lorraine. I chose to have it at my house, so I didn't have to get there earlier. Yeah, I know. I prefer my sister and Willis. We have fun. I'd rather do that than have strangers doing it. I know you would, honey. So go, and what did I turn up to? You with a face painted full of foundation, your hair groomed, like again, you wanted to be Nick Grimshaw. I don't, I don't want to be You had it all like pulled forward, like Shoreditch vibes. I think it would look cool like that. Can you think back to really embarrassing moments in your life? Because mm -hmm. I, 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 don't, I was talking to my buddy about embarrassing moments and I got triggered massively by an embarrassing moment in my life that I couldn't... You know when it's so embarrassing that you can't shake it? You're yeah, like, go oh on. my God. Well, for you, it might not be as embarrassing. Oh my God, I've got one my sister and it kills me. Okay, well, I, I've got one. You know that song by Blue? And I swear, if you come back in my life, I'll be there till the no. end of time. Back to me, oh yeah. That Blue song. You're actually all right <clears throat> Well, I was in my boarding school and we had a mirror in my boarding school and you had a sink, but you had a mirror. I was in my boxes, I was in my boxes with one hand on the wall, the other one holding a, two, a um, hairbrush. Why and do you have a hairbrush? To, to, I don't know, to, to brush my hair. Who's well, brush their hair? Yes, yeah, what do you think I had a, to brush my horse? What do you think it was doing for? I don't know, that kind of gives me the ache. <laughs> I had a hairbrush. Yeah. What? You don't have a hairbrush now. How long was your hair? That's really giving me the like, you need to retract that. Say it was a toothbrush. Okay, anyway, moving on. Quickly. <laughs> what, me just brushing my hair at school? <laughs> I can't, like this, combing in, a, in the mirror. Like, Are you serious? Brush, brushing it like that? Why do you do, you do this in the brush too? <laughs> and I was going, if you come back in my life, and my friend <laughs> walked in the door as I was singing it, and he said, what are you doing? And I went, singing blue. <laughs> Still to this day, it embarrasses me so much. I don't know why. God, I have quite a few of those. Oh, I have another one. Oh, I have another one. There's one more. One more. This is actually the worst. I'm sure I've told you this before. I used to video everything as a kid. 
<clears throat> so I had a video camera wherever I went and I recorded so many different things like me okay. when I was 15, 16, whatever. So I have all these recordings. And what I used to do with my friends is we would record like a trip that we had to like, I don't know, Portugal, wherever it was. And then we would sit back and watch it together because it's quite fun when we were like 15 years old, 16 He's years old. He's the original YouTuber. Anyway, I recorded this trip, whatever. And I got all of my friends who were on the trip, there's about 10 of us, to all sit in my living room. We all watched this <laughs> this. Um, show of us together of like us on this trip we were watching it ha 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 funny funny clips suddenly it went a bit fuzzy like that and it, <laughs> it clipped to me completely <laughs> completely naked <laughs> singing no I don't know what this is I true. swear to god it clipped to me suddenly completely naked singing take me to the sky above <laughs> Why were you doing that? Uh, dancing around the room. And then we clipped back to us playing back in Portugal. And everyone just sat in silence and didn't reference it. But why did you video yourself naked? I don't know. That's the weirdest thing ever. Okay, what's your one? So what's okay, it? the one most is not going to sound that funny, but it just killed me because I just know <laughs> she was dating this guy. Newcastle. And he like went home. They, why <laughs> are you laughing? Because I just find it so funny. That's when Georgia. you, yeah, when you find a story funny, it makes me honestly die. Because yeah, it's never actually that funny. Okay, shading this guy. He is end of term. They're going home. Okay, so his grandma's just died. He's messaging her, and then they get later on. Yeah. They're talking a bit later. I'm so sorry. Then they go to sleep. They talk the next day, and he's like, "I'm just really upset because I didn't get to say goodbye." And George went, "Don't worry, I'll see you in a couple of weeks." She thought she and he went no to my grandma and she was with me and she was like no 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 I have to ban him for the rest of my can you imagine I still remember being like you didn't to this day I used lots to, of embarrassing I used years. to take a poo right when I used to take a poo I was scared of the um, splashback so when the when the poo hit the water the, the water will go splash back up and hit your bum so what I used to do is I used to squat with my two feet either side of the loo and I'd squat on the loo like I was a Buddha <laughs> That's on the loo and then one time my dad and cousin walked in and I was just like that on the loo <laughs> Again, no reference. I just walked out. And I was like this. I do remember, actually, I was at my friend's house. I used to go there all the time. And I once walked in to her, the downstairs loo and her dad was just sat on the loo, obviously doing shit. And instead of, like, running, closing the door, being closed, I just stood with the door wide open to the point where he had to hover off the loo, holding toilet paper, <laughs> And stared me right in the eye and just closed the door. Like, I didn't close the door. I just stared at him like this. And he had to move. And I could probably see he was, like, holding everything. Shut the door. That was embarrassing. <laughs> so many things have also... So many things. Oh, my God. I remember, like, I'm sorry. We're just going back into our childhood today yeah. for whatever reason. Do you know, I had, this, I had this weird tick as a kid. Every single time I got into bed, I'd have to say a prayer in my head. And it would be... Lord, please keep us safe this night, secure from all our fears. May angels guide us while we sleep to morning light appears. Amen. I would have to say this in bed every single night. If I stumbled in my head, I'd have to start the whole prayer again. I got to the point where I was saying this prayer and I'd go, that goes for mummy, daddy, Sander. I'd go through my whole family. And then there, it got so bad. There was even this one point where I stayed in this hotel called the Hotel Krona. And I had a really bad nightmare in this hotel room. And it was room 232 and 234. So I would say, this goes for mummy, daddy, Sander, anyone who's staying in room 234. Anyone who's staying in 
five in the hotel crowd. Said every night. And there's, yeah, it was. Oh, no, that's really upsetting. It's, isn't that upsetting? So you go, two, three, five, two, three, six, two, three, seven. Yeah, two, at three, the Hotel Corona, amen. And then also, because. Gosh, you must have been exhausted. No, well, I, I was exhausted. That's why I went to sleep straight afterwards. But it was at the time, this is actually quite sad, at the time my parents were getting a divorce. Oh, so I think that's no, why. No, no, I can't bear it. Yeah, that was at the time parents were getting a divorce. And then, it, and then also, when I went to go and take a pee in the bathroom, because I used to honestly pee the bed the entire time. There was a poem above the loo that said, you, do you know this? Uh, please remember, don't forget, never leave the bathroom wet, nor leave the soap upon the floor, nor leave the bath an hour more. If other folks are wanting one, just don't forget it isn't done. And if you really do the thing, it's not the slightest need to sing. I would, every single time I went to the loo to take a beat, I'd have to recite that poem. <laughs> you're marrying me, baby. Get ready. Oh, you're quite sweet. I know we spoke about mating calls before. Your mating calls for me at the moment are wild. It's it's almost like you have a bit of a tick because they've got so extreme <laughs> right now. Well, Sophie will do things like this. I'll walk into the room and she'll go, yeah! <laughs> and I'll be like, what? And she'll go, oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah! and I'll go, oh my that God. That is the biggest thing. But I was You like, do, honey. No, guys, hey, what you do it to me so then? I had my, I had this lovely videographer called Georgia helping me with some content yesterday. And Jamie was going in her face. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, walking around in his boxes the entire time. You know, that's actually, this day and age, you can't do that sort of shit, Jamie. You got to put clothes on. You made people feel uncomfy. No, but you do. Your mate, because your mating call is this. What? It's not it is. sexual. It's, it's like, not. Meow. Yeah, and then it became. And now it's. <laughs> That's how intense no, it's getting. No, but if I get excited, I'm like. <laughs> and also, I've said this before, but it's become so much. I'll, I'll walk into the house silently and I'll listen and I'll be like. Soap's not here. And I walk into the kitchen. I'm like, where's soap? And then I'll hear, real. There'll be soap in the top bathroom just hearing me come in. And if I don't respond, you go, real, real. And if I don't respond again, you'll go, real, real, real. It's, no, a, it's actually that it's actually nuts. No, I really feel disturbed. So I love how you're making out that you don't do it. You have died down. And also I forgot oh, well, this more. is the other thing I forgot bone to pick with you last night. The same thing you do and you don't even receive. Last night, I think we're tacky. Night, I'm like this staring at the scene and you go, touch my bum. <laughs> so no, like, I did not. You do and it's so I, such a lie. I, I don't to, say touch my bum. I say I didn't even touch you last night. That is an <laughs> ultimate lie. <laughs> Like, you are the ultimate liar. Guinness World Book of Liars. World record breaker. Yeah. I didn't say that. Did you say it was such... Maybe it was a night before then. No, I never say, touch my bum. <laughs> I never say it. If anything, I go... I go you do, you go, you do, you say, touch my bum. No, I don't. I don't like my bum being touched. I don't. I like Guinness World Record over there. I like my back being touched. You don't like your bum being touched? No, I don't. You, I shut don't, up. Swear on my life that you don't... I don't like my bum being touched. You don't like it I being stroked. my back. You don't like your... stroked is making me want to vomit. <laughs> so I wash your mouth out with soap. You like you. me stroking your bum? No, I don't, you <laughs> sick, tacky motherfucker. <laughs> I do want to play this. It was the funniest prank 
we have played, we went on the Lorraine show. And I don't know if you guys I don't know if you've mentioned that already. I was just saying, because we were promoting our wonderful tour. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, our tour, our newlyweds tour, everyone go and get your tickets. The link is in the podcast description. Uh, we are going on all dates. We've released two new dates, London and Dublin, because they were selling out so fast. That's me hiccuping. Anyway, we're on the Lorraine show to promote the tour. Go and get your tickets. Can't wait to see you there. Anyway, and we played a prank on her where um, I decided to get a fake Lorraine tattoo on my shoulder. It was a fake Lorraine tattoo and then show her on the her actual TV show to see what her reaction would be. I'm going to play you Lorraine Kelly's reaction when I showed her the tattoo that she thought was real on the TV show. Jimmy Lang and Sophie Habu are here this morning as their hit podcast, Newlyweds, goes on tour. It's going to be super fun, which we're really excited about. I, I also into manifesting at the right. moment. So I've done something quite wild. Go on then. And, I'm very nervous And now. now that I'm here, I find it's a bit strange that I've done it. No, do it. It's fine. Okay, all right. Go on then. Can I show you? Yes, please. So Gosh. manifesting is everything. So I got a tattoo. Yes. And it hurts a little bit, but I got... <laughs> I know. You did not. I know. You did not. Is that really bad? You did not. Is that really bad? Oh my god. Is that really bad? Have it's I really, really bad. Are you serious? Is that bad? <laughs> it's really bad. Oh, no. Please tell me that's a dabity, as no, we say not. in Scotland, it's, it can rub off. No, it's not. We did it two days ago. Is you that... are <laughs> incorrigible. Are you? Oh, she Lorraine Kelly has the loveliest voice. Oh my gosh, she's just so gorgeous. <clears throat> she's so lovely. Try and do. Um, no. Lorraine, go on, just try and just be Lorraine Kelly for a second. Go on, try. She's lovely. You didn't. You didn't. No, you didn't. That's not bad. Go on, you did. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> oh, you didn't. <laughs> you're going on tour. <laughs> go on, say, say you're going on the Newlyweds tour. You're going on the Newlyweds tour? <laughs> Delete that. No. Oh, anyway, so it was just... so great. It was so funny. But before we went on it, um, Georgia was obviously around. And I am baffled by this. I know you're the biggest fan of Real Housewives. I know you love it more than anything in this entire world. And so does your sister. There's something which I can only describe as like the Real Housewives version of the Oscars. No, it's called BravoCon. It's a big, <laughs> tacky... <laughs> Stop saying tacky. It's a big show... It's a big live show, like a, a a live show. It's a live show where they win awards for like no, the best argument or something. Yeah, well, and Sophie actually wants to go next oh year God, to Bravo Con. Please, Andy Cohen, if you're watching, please, please. Who the fuck is this. Andy Cohen? Who is Andy Cohen? The goat. Sorry, <laughs> what does the goat stand for? The greatest of all time. My God, I'm gonna fist pump you from here, girl. Who's the greatest of all time in NFL? Travis Kelsey. Okay, good one. Who's it in football? David Beckham. Oh my God, not bad little shout outs. Are, my, are they right? Not really, but you kind of are right. But I can choose whoever my goat is, right? Yeah, and then, yeah, anyway, so the. So, you're going now, that game. Okay, you want to keep going? Yeah. Okay, who's the captain of England? Johnny Wilkinson. <laughs> Rugby or football? Rugby. And who's of England in football? Who's the captain of football? Um, Madison Kelsey. I don't know. Who, who is football? Harry Kane. Harry, he's the captain. Yeah, who's the England manager? Harry Kane. <laughs> he's captain and manager. Oh, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> You've nailed it. You've yeah. absolutely nailed it. Okay, anyway. 
So, um, what is tell us what BravoCon is? Okay, BravoCon is a massive live production where people buy tickets to come sit in the audience and watch all the cast from Bravo TV. <laughs> Why are you laughing? The biggest come up of shit. And <laughs> they talk about scenes. They bitch. They fight. They make up. They laugh. They cry. They do challenges, and it's basically just watching them in action without a production team and just them raw on the stage. And boy, would I pay, I would queue, I would camp, I would do it all to watch that. Okay. And I will go next year. Would you really? Come rain or shine. So you won't go to the Grand Canyon with me and go trekking? I'll do hi- that afterwards. And go hiking, but you'll go to BravoCon? I would go to BravoCon. You won't go to Scotland with me, but you'll go to BravoCon? I will go to Scotland with you, but BravoCon first. Okay, all right. Hey, listen, before we go into listeners' messages, one thing I want to do, because I'm completely fuffled with it and I want to hear what your response is or what your thought process is where do ducks sleep because when you look at a pond in the morning or in the afternoon they sleep in they're the on the water where do they sleep they sleep in the grass why do you shut your eyes I was trying to pretend I was a duck and see where they would sleep they sleep in grass what grass any grass they can find so they sleep they just go and find grass and sleep in it they come out of the pond and then they find somewhere and they rest their little legs underneath their bodies and they close their eyes for a little minute i think maybe they'd have a little nap on the pond as well (laughs) what do you think i just don't know i want to see what you thought well you obviously because i don't know where the swans go either i'd imagine swans do not where does swans sleep exactly they close their eyes okay well where does a horse sleep in it's stable standing up if it's lying down it's ill what yeah. No ways. Horses sleep standing up. No, they don't. Horses... Yes, they, they also lie down, but they also sleep standing up. No, they don't. You want to bet? Yes. Okay. You think horses sleep standing up? Yes. No, they don't. They'll be exhausted. What What is it, Producer Jack? Uh, I haven't got my foot. Uh, I... Why do horses nap while standing? They nap. No, horses can sleep standing or lying down. The most interesting yes, part of a horse exactly. resting standing up is how they do it. So they, they nap while standing, but they sleep, still lying down. No, they sleep standing up to protect themselves. From what? Danger. <laughs> That's the biggest nonsense I've ever heard. They Just can sleep standing up. Standing. Oh, shush. They sleep... Spa- they can sleep standing up and they spend two and 2.9 hours a day sleeping. Not very much. Pigs sleep about seven and a half hours. 7.8 hours each day and may sleep at a pen or a barn. Okay, let's look about ducks. Pigs orgasm for 30 minutes. Wish you were a pig. <laughs> no, I don't. That's not a good idea. Right. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, it's time I for... I know where Honey, sleep. it's time for you, little pig. Because you, baby. If you were an animal, you'd be a pig. Oh! Ducks sleep floating on water. There you go. Okay. You obviously knew that, didn't you? No, I didn't. Mallard. <laughs> That's a joke. Because you just read it. You just read it. You just read it. You just read it. Okay, I just read it. Oh, all right, everybody. It's now time for my favourite part of the show. It's listeners' messages. Freaking love you. Oh, every single one of you. I really do. Producer Jack. Producer Maya, they all go through these messages, and so do I. Sophie, Jamie, never... videographer. Jamie, I don't think Jamie does. 
But I, Jamie over here, he... Ben, ja- producer. Ben, I don't think Ben does either, but that's okay. Ben looks at other podcast listeners' messages, but he might go through these ones. Do you ever look at them? Mm-hmm. You love that. I like to do them all the time. Sorry, what is wrong with your language? I don't know. I talk every time. I don't know what people do about. I look at them every time. Anyway, I just want to say a big thank you. Really does mean the huge work, because I know it takes a little bit of time to write the messages. And to take a little bit of time out of your day, not only to listen to our podcast, but then write to us. Really, we really love it. We do love it. Um, and the fact that some of you guys have also bought tickets to our tour. <gasps> I know I keep saying it. I I'm like going to see people with excitement because I think I about the wait. tour. And people think it's just going to be like a little podcast show. It's going to be so much more than that surprise guess. It's going to be unbelievable. Tickets in our description, in our bio of our podcast description. That didn't make any sense, but you know what I mean. They're there if you want to go and grab them. Okay. Okay, and there's not very many left. They're literally... They're pretty, selling out like gold mines. Yeah, there's pretty much... I mean, we don't have any left. So if you haven't got your tickets now, go and get them. Christmas present, great idea. Get in This here. one's from Ollie and not for the faint-hearted. Oh, boy, here I'm Here we go, baby. Okay, let me set the scene. You look really pretty, by the way. Oh, no. My mum is a South Londoner from Lewisham, where my auntie Karen owned a fancy dress shop for years. Hmm. Her aunt Lil used to come and help them over lunches, etc. And one day was making some sandwiches. Big up Lil, the sandwich connoisseur. So Lil had been making them on a chopping board at the desk by the till, buttering the bread, adding... There's something wrong with my mouth. Buttering the bread, add, adding in the ham, assembling general sandwich business, when a lady and her son come in and approach the till. Auntie Karen chats with the lady over the counter, answering any questions about the little oink standing there doing general eight-year-old boy activities, picking his nose, farting, standard stuff. The mum and son eventually leave the shop and Karen starts to clear away the sandwich assembling remains. A bit of butter seems to have appeared on the counter. Just keep reading, honey. So I can't. A bit of butter seems to have appeared on the counter, so she swipes it with her finger and licks the butter off. (coughs) Her finger, I feel sick, Jack. Auntie Karen takes a massive fucking gag. That's not butter, she thinks. The eight-year-old boy throughout Karen and the lady's conversation had in fact been picking his nose and wiping his snot on the counter. Ugh! That is actually just vile. Auntie Karen to now find herself with a mouthful of this, in fact, snot. Safe to say sandwich making duty became an upstairs job and this story has become an absolute classic, leaving us all gagging and crying with laughter at Karen, effing and blinding behind the counter counter i actually that is the most can i tell you a story disgusting that just bogeys in general I okay i need to tell you a story so when we were at the cinema me and my cousins went to the cinema my auntie and my mom are sat either side were really young um they would give us popcorn and we halfway through because i would gobble it all before the film starts i'd have to put my mom would put, make me sit with it behind my back because she'd be like just chill out so like me yeah because i just the whole thing would be gone and then i'd be so hyper anyway i the film starts and I'm like, Mum, can I have the popcorn now? She's like, so I go to get the popcorn. The whole thing is wet, slobbery. I'm like eating it. And I'm like, and mum, mum tries to really subtly put it back behind my back. And I was like, why am I not allowed the popcorn? But obviously being the obedient child I was, I put it behind my back. I feel this boy behind me with his snotty, slobbery fingers like had been bending over and eating my whole popcorn. Mum had been watching it, but she was like, I don't want to have a fight with this mum behind. And she felt really awkward about it. Oh my God. And I was eating and apparently he was like, like these four boys, like this family behind me was stealing all of our popcorn and I was eating it and it was always wet. I remember the popcorn was soaking wet. Isn't that awful? That is freaking awful. Not little me. 
That is awful. Is that really awful? Yeah, that's really, really not good. And apparently the mum of the child was like watching my mum like, yeah, I'm what? Really? And so mum was just like, don't say anything, don't say anything. Just let her children eat my Oh bottle. my God, that is so intense. Mm-hmm. Told you the time when I pooped in the shower. Must have told you this. Oh, just really? Must have told you this. When I was, I, I, I got... At sc- you pooped in the shower? I got, well, okay. I got a detention at school, which meant I had to wake up early and do chores around the school. And I woke up and it was about five in the morning. And at that age, at whatever, 15, 16, waking up at five in the morning is so early. And I woke up and I went into the shower and I was retching so much because I was so tired. And oh my God, you're pathetic. I was, I was so tired, I was retching. I was like, like that. For 5 a.m. And I retched. And I, Imagine if you had to do the army. I retched and I pooped. <laughs> There's a lot of stories about you straining and shit coming out. And I pooped and I didn't know what to do, so I stamped it down. <laughs> That's not the true story. I swear it is. I stand up. I know the story. I swear. What is the story? He shat and it couldn't flush down, so he got a knife and chopped up his own shit. You're actually vile. That's not. I really that's hope our children else. don't listen to our podcast and get any ideas of how to be a human anyway, by your way. No, the point was, and then I stamped it down, but then it rose up like through the through the drain, and, oh, and I God, then people would have then up. had showers with your poo remains. Dribbling onto them. Is that not how it works? Probably not. <laughs> when, I, when I was at school, someone, when I was much younger, someone made a poo protest in the, the bathroom. And then we came into the bathroom because someone was like, help, help. And we ran into the bathroom. There was poo everywhere. And someone had written on the wall, wall I'm the poo man. <laughs> no one found out who it was. It was obviously you. It was not me. Oh, God. All right, here we go. I have one. You ready for this? <sighs> okay, phone down, looking at me. This is from Anonymous. Mm-hmm. About five, six years ago, my ex and I started to get to it. Starting with a bit of foreplay. You know how it is. This led to a 69 with me being on top. I decided it would be a good idea to tease him, edging my ass away from his face so he could not get to it. Out of his pure... No, I feel unwell. <laughs> I actually... The thought of that, a creepy little snail, like, shimmying forward. He'd have been like, hello, I'm trapped. Out of his pure frustration, he grabbed my hips and pulled me forwards. The problem was, as he did, he headbutted my fanny. I felt the biggest stab inside my vagina and thought, what the hell was that? But I didn't want to kill the mood, so I thought I would just ignore it and carry on. Next thing I know, blood starts pouring out of my fanny, like a faucet, all over his face, everywhere. I stood up immediately. We both stood there in sheer panic, with faucets still in full flow. The worst thing about it was after about 20 minutes after we'd finished what we started, the adrenaline must have hidden the pain. The next day I decided to have a look down and to my horror, there was a massive rip inside my fanny, which I can only presume was done by his teeth. No, I don't like this one. It's safe to say I put off 69ers for life. Wait, what? How did that happen? Did he, he went in with his teeth. Why? What, he he was so... He, <laughs> don't ever... Like this, he went like this. <laughs> Wait, teeth. sorry. So she's trying to be sexy and moving forward and he, instead of like pulling her, he went... He <laughs> yanked her back. He went like this, he went, he went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> he was toothy. He's a toothy boy. Like this. <laughs> He's got to leave for a lot of teeth. So he went... Like this. 
Because he was like frustrated. <laughs> you look like a fucking predator. Stop. I think it would have been his nose looking at the anatomy of your face. It would have been your nose would have broken it. <laughs> My nose would have made a rip in her vagina. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, guys. So I've got another listener's message. Okay, you hear me, sister. Hi, Jamie and Sophie. Hello. I'm, hello. <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast since the start and have never messaged him before, but I wanted to let you in on one of the most embarrassing stories. It goes without saying, but I would like this one to remain anonymous. As a teenager, I had a boyfriend who I'd been dating for over a year. Of course, the relationship was how you expect most teenager relationships to be. Date days out at the weekends, going to the cinema or for some lunch. All very innocent. On fireworks night, his family invited me over to their house to watch a local display with them. This was the first time I'd been to the house and the first time I'd met them. I was nervous and anxious about the whole prospect of it all. I went to theirs via a bus trip and we ate dinner before heading out to see the fireworks. Once it was done, we went back to theirs for a warm drink before I got the bus back to my house. My boyfriend at the time saw this evening as an opportunity to move our relationship to the next level. After a year of just making out, we decided to take the plunge and go to third base. I must add at this point, I was a shy teenager and I was horrified by the prospect of my boyfriend knowing I had to do the typical human functions such as going to the toilet. Therefore, for the whole evening, I'd been bursting for a week but had to keep my legs crossed until I got home. Or so I thought. His parents told us we were not allowed to go into his bedroom. So, for some reason or another, we found ourselves lying on his little brother's bed. We made out and allowed the passion for the past year overcome our bodies. I felt so ready for this next base, but the ever-bearing urge to urinate consumed my mind. <laughs> I'll spare the details, but this hot and heavy experience resulted in me being fingered for the first time. Oh As God. most women are probably aware, teenage boys, and unfortunately, grown men, I agree, see this ordeal as an opportunity to rub and poke our intimate area aggressively without any sort of idea of what they are looking for or how they should be doing it. This button-smashing technique lasted for a few minutes before my urge to pee was too much. Agony. Being prodded from the inside made it hard for me to hold it much longer and unfortunately ended up urinating all down his hand, arm, my clothes and his brother's bed. Embarrassed by this situation, I looked down to see his reaction was not what I was expected. His face lit up with a big chest of grin and he said the words, did I just make you squirt? This has happened loads. I could have broken this poor boy's ego. Instead, I nodded and replied, yes. He proceeded to go and sniff the snow. <laughs> he proceeded to go and sniff the soaked bed. Oddly enough, that wasn't a clue for him to what actually happened. And his and he went on with his life, believing the first time he fingered a girl, he made her square. I would like to take this moment to apologise to Boy X for the deceit and to apologise to his younger brother for urinating on his mattress. The story is a well-known one amongst my friends and was shared at my wedding day. Thankfully, my husband is better with his hands than poor Boy X. My God, that is fantastic. Someone told me something once that again has just triggered me. They said that they, this might be TM too much. Yeah, we know. Someone told me once, and I don't know, some weird guy said he enjoys it so much when girls pee on them, squirt, that when they do squirt, he will get an ice tray, catch it, and then freeze it. Who the fuck is that boy, and you're not seeing him again? And then use it as ice cubes. No, he doesn't. Well, why else is he freezing it? Who told you that? Someone tell, told me that. Tell me right now. I we'll don't know. Leave it out. Tell I, me. I don't know who it was. It you was, are you. I was at a party once and someone told me that. 
They need to go see a therapist. That is hideous. That is like me getting your cum and freezing it. TM. TM. Just quickly, are you happy now that you're with a husband who is just pretty good at that game? No. I'm not going there. (laughs) Ah! TM. Why do you TM everything? All right, here we go. So, ladies and gentlemen, we asked you um, last week to send in messages of love. This whole podcast started on our relationship about love, about getting married. And also, if we're completely honest, I think the world needs a little bit of love at the moment. So, yeah, we wanted to hear some of your love stories. And lo and behold, there were so many, weren't there, Producer Jack? Loads. There were we picked three of our favourites this week. We picked three of our favourites this week. And we just want to hear these ones because they're so amazing. And I know we joke and laugh on this podcast a lot. So if we do, we do silly things. Maybe it's too much sometimes. But actually, this podcast is based on love. So I think this is why it's really nice. <laughs> Sorry to be cheesy, but it is nice, right? Yeah. My husband Pete and I met at 15 on a school trip to Italy. At 16, after he had been away on another school trip, Pete said he couldn't live without me and proposed. Many people thought it was just child's play and we wouldn't last, but we got married when we were 19. <gasps> no. Oh, so mad. 19. We had a small wedding as it was all paid for by ourselves. Last year, when we were at Pride of Britain, I had the pleasure of speaking to you both and I mentioned we were thinking of renewing our vows. I remember this Sick. and I was worried about it. You both said go for it and celebrate love <gasps> where remember, you can. you guys. So we took your advice and next year for our 20th wedding anniversary, we are having the big family wedding we didn't have the first time round with our two teenage boys to walk me down the aisle. That is gorgeous. Can I just say, I remember... Liza and Pete. I'm pretty sure she was wearing a pale blue dress. Yeah. I've got a memory. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's amazing. They they proposed to each other when they were 16 and got married at 19. I got goose pimples at that one though, guys. That is just amazing. See, you know that little shit little thing you got worried about, about people having a seven-year itch? That doesn't happen, honey. People fall in love. I was 28 years old and had a long string of failed relationships. And being in a wheelchair, that sometimes makes it tricky with dating. As you do, you moan to your friends, why me, what am I doing wrong? My friend said, Mel, why don't you try dating a woman? Which I replied, I can't do that, don't be silly. But then I got home and got curious. Why not? I thought, worst case, I'll make a new friend. So I changed my preference to women on a dating app and not knowing this at the time, but that was the greatest decision I have ever made. Along came my Zoe. Why do I have goosebumps? I know, why am I getting emotional? I really honestly get goosebumps all over my face. Made me emotional. Yeah, that's so Along came my Zoe. Messages turned into phone calls, which turned into FaceTimes over a three-month period. I had pictures of me in my wheelchair, and not once did she ask why I was in one. Oh my God, this is amazing. That's what love is about. He's crying. That's just really sweet, because you just cancel all of that other stuff away. That's so lovely. I'm really, I don't know why that's made me so happy. Oh, love. Uh, To the point where I had to say, you do know I'm in a wheelchair, right? Then she replied, I'm going on a date with you, not your wheelchair. I love that, Zoe. We met for our first date and it was one of the best days of my life. We went to a park and then went for dinner in a fancy restaurant and ended the night with the most electrifying kiss of my life. Fast forward five and a half years, we are now married and our wedding was on the 3rd of June, 2023. 
The reason I wanted to write this in was to say, don't be afraid to do something out of your comfort zone. It could help you find the love of your life. Much love, guys, Mel. Mel and Zoe, I love you. you Zoe, you rock too. That's gorgeous. That's amazing. I feel emotional too. Guys, thank you so much for sharing those like wonderful stories. Those. Yeah, we got loads of them. So we're going we're gonna to keep doing these love messages because we just think that's what the world needs. It's going to be amazing. Just to make it a little bit easier because we get a few messages. If you could start the message with love, that would just be a little bit healthy. If you can do that, that would be amazing. And if you want to send in your messages, loved ones, funny ones, silly ones, rude ones, ones about poo, ones about sex. And if you want to stay anonymous, you can. Please send it to at newlyweds podcast on instagram or newlyweds at jampotproductions.co.uk i read them producer jack reads them producer maya reads them sophie gives them a little glance as well at times <laughs> you do honey you really do i listen to them on this podcast. and you listen to them on this podcast so send them in because we want to hear from you all the time that was amazing i feel loved up and that's the end of listeners messages <laughs> If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. How lovely were those messages? Honestly, just heartwarming. I love doing this podcast with you. I love doing this podcast with you. I love being married to you. I love being married to you. Um, I, I really want to redo our vows, by the way. Okay. Not now, obviously, but like I think we should redo them next year. Okay. Why are you saying okay like that? Because I'm unsure. Why? Because it was quite stressful, the wedding, and I love being Sorry. married. I love being married. I'm the happiest person ever, but I just don't know about the wedding plaza. You don't want to redo our vows on well, a beach if, somewhere? Okay, just you and I, yes. Not just you and I. No, I don't like the drama Isn't and the, the attention on me. You and I, and then 200 people. Why no. do we... We, what? Maybe we'll have babies next year. Maybe we will Touch wood, touch wood, touch wood, touch wood. Who knows? Don't know whether I should have said that on the podcast. You're getting broody at the moment. I am broodier than a broody dog. She, to the point, guys, I'm going to put it out there. Sophie is so broody that she sent me a link on Instagram to bunk beds. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're entailing right there. What do you mean? Do you want to have twins? I know exactly everything. And I'm okay. so... Ex- I don't want to have twins. I don't mind what I have. Oh my God, I'm scared to say well, things on this Talk podcast. me through it. We're married. We get questions all the time about babies. I'm talk broody. I'm broody. I'm broody. I'm broody. Touch wood. I don't know what's going to happen. But I'm definitely coming into that stage of my life. Holy fuck. That's insane. And I want three, but again, touch wood, we don't know. Who's that with? Not you, obviously. <laughs> I I could have five. Oh my God. No, I truly could. If I That's a-, a Catholic in you. <laughs> that is. That is. That is the Catholic in you. Are you okay? That is, though. Oh, my God. Catholics have big families. I like... They have big families. I think that's great. Okay. I, I would I would have five kids, but, like, I need to be at a certain stage in my life at that point. But I, I'm happy with three. Talk me through your process right now, because we actually... because no, I'm worried what I can and can't say. You, you know? can say whatever you want, honey. I would love you to... I just can't... To have it, my little baby in you... Our little baby in you? That sounded weird. For us to have a baby together, but you have the baby in your tummy? That's freaking awesome. Yeah, I basically just am very excited. I'm very excited. My sister's just got married. We're talking Why are you being a bit nervous? Because I don't know. First, I don't want to jinx anything. These things are scary. We're not jinxing. I'm touching wood all the time. Secondly, I, I don't know... It's a sensitive topic. I don't know how things are going to go. I don't want to jinx anything. I don't want to offend anyone. I know it's a sensitive topic. My sister's done IVF, so I've been through it with her. Yeah. You know, you just don't know. And I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't think you could say the wrong thing, but I think that's a really interesting point, actually, because Mm. I think we've had your sister, who I think she's open. Yeah. I don't want to speak out of town, but I think she basically had, like, early, early menopause. So her eggs were... Well, she had a problem with her fertility, didn't she? Had she had a really big problem with her fertility and it was really core. Cool. She actually, shout out to a brand called Hertility. I'm going to get them because they deserve a shout out. And without them, my sister, you know, would not have been able to succeed in getting healthy embryos. And she did this test from Hertility Health. Yeah. And it tests whether your eggs and all these things for women and your cycle... And, I mean, we'll put the link because it's really amazing. This is amazing. And this is how she found out. So she did this test. She got it online. She ordered it. She Just t- randomly? No, she she basically... Helen, who is a founder of Hertility... Okay. We came on holiday with us. She, long story, we went on holiday together. Lovely Helen created this company called Hertility Health. It's all about fertility. My sister wasn't having periods, so she decided to contact Helen and said, look, I'm not having periods. Should Look, I'll send you one of these tests. Take the test and it'll come back and tell us the results. Georgia had been to doctors for months. Now, all of them have been like, oh, you're over-exercising, you're under-eating, you're doing X, Y, Z. She was like, no, I'm just not having periods. She got the test results back. She had whatever she had. I, I don't want to speak out to her because I don't know exactly yeah, yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. She had to go straight into IVF and she did like two, three rounds as she got... Is it expensive? Yeah, it's expensive. And you know, that's, that's a tough thing in itself. And she was lucky enough to be able to do the process and do the procedure. This is my wild thing. We spend like all of our 20s trying not to get being told, can't get pregnant, can't get pregnant, can't get pregnant. And then suddenly it's like, let's get pregnant. And there's no in between. And actually, it's a good thing to go and get yourself like tested. You know, maybe I should go and get myself tested. Yeah, me too. I'm going to do that. Producer Jack, let's do this. 
Okay. I, okay. This podcast is all about being real and honest and trying different things. I'm going to go and get myself my sperm tested. I'm going to go and do it. We're going to put it on the podcast. I'm going to go and get it tested and see how everything's looking there. Because I think it's really important. Because if you're thinking about babies and we're thinking about babies together. Well, I would hope it would be together. Of course, together. I don't, yeah, I think about babies together. Okay. I'm, going to go and get, I'm going to go and wank into a pot. That sounded so aggressive just then. <laughs> oh my God. Do they make you look at porn? Yeah, you go into a room and you How look... How do you know? Well, that's it. Everyone knows it. You go into a room and you look... You, the, You're kidding me. And then you you go and have a... You go and masturbate. Masturbate, in your opinion. And you then put it into a pot and then they test it. And, and then you it. find out, let's do this process together. And this the is girls wonderful. separately. And we're going to show everyone? <laughs> yeah, we are. We're going to bring you along? Yeah. Into that little room? No, I'm not going to bring the podcast into the room, but I'm going to talk about the results. But I think it's not. important. I think it's important for people to go and get tested. I, also, I'm a little bit, tiny, wee bit older than you. Only a little bit. I need to go check myself. You're quite old. I was thinking oh. that I was thinking it was just wild that in six years time, that is a long, long time, six years time, I'll be your age. Yeah. Like that's six years. I have so much life left to live. Yeah, I know. And you want to get pregnant. And you, 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 I will be your age and you'll be 41. Yeah, but I'm going to age like this. I'm going to age downwards. You're going to... Well, sure you will with all that Botox you're spunking your money on. (laughs) Honey, I'm just excited that you want to have babies with me. Well, who else do I want to have babies with? with? Who do you want to... I know, but it's just to say... Boys, girls, what are you... No, no, we can't jinx that. I'd be happy with anything I want, but... I want a lot of babies. How many babies? I would, like, depending... What if you didn't have a little boy? Would you mind? No, I'd be up... I, no, just stop. A little asking. boy, me. A little me. No, I just, I you, really would be so... Your... I would be so happy with whatever I get. But I will say, it's just tricky with the car situation and, like, lifestyle. They're expensive. <laughs> car situation? What's wrong with the car situation? Like, I just don't want to be driving, like, a big van around. <laughs> I just don't. It doesn't. So you only want three, or you want four, or you? No, three wouldn't fit into a car either. Yes, two, would. two would be handy in a car. You know what three I mean? Three fits into a car. Three in the back seat. I understand that, but like two, you could have a, you can get a sports car if you wanted. You're gonna drive around a Porsche. What we should do, not only just educate ourselves, perhaps some people who are listening are in the same process as us, and maybe thinking about kids and all that kind of idea. And actually, we're going to go and have this test because we think it's important to do it. I'm going to go and have a test to check my sperm. Are you going to go and have a test to check your eggs? I, I will think about whether I let you guys come with me, but I will go. You don't have to come with me. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. Let's okay. Do it. Okay, we're going to do scared. it. I can't freaking wait. This is unbelievable. Okay. All right, everybody. Listen, I really, really hope you enjoyed today's episode. We just... Love doing it. We love more you. than anything. We adore you guys so much. Those messages today were amazing. Remember, please, please send us some messages. Love messages. Stories of fertility, maybe. Yeah. We'd like to hear those. Stories of all sorts. Send it to at Newlyweds Podcast or our email, newlyweds at jampopproductions.co.uk. All the links in the description and also our tour tickets are well as well are down there. And also we're on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Okay, so if you're getting married... Good luck. If you're single... You go get them, Tiger. If you think you're getting married... Good luck. 
I've already said that. If you're getting a divorce. Oh, well, good luck. Oh, my, my God, God, I can't. Good, good luck. The vocabulary's gone. Okay, if you're about to propose to someone. <gasps> good luck. That really does oh need a good luck. Good luck. Okay, and if, good you're, luck. and if you don't want to have anything of that at all and you just want to be a free solo person oh, forever. Oh, you go be a free solo person forever. All right, we everybody. love you. We love you. We'll see you next week Bye. on Monday as always. Goodbye. When we're going to do our maybe fertility test next week. See you then. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.